We're back, and what a game in the horseshoe. <sighs> it's laughable. It's it's kind of laughable. It, not kind of, it is. It's, it's very laughable, yeah. It was the most thrilling thing of the ball game in the first half offensively was the pass interference on our field goal drive. I th- if I'm not mistaken, all of us in the Iowa section gave a standing ovation. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm be honest. Yeah, I had a. I went on like a booze cruise on Saturday. Um, <laughs> like twelve thirty to two thirty, so it was like right in the middle of game time. I remember I was. We were just having a couple of mimosas before, before we left. And I it was like 12, 15. I'm like, oh, the game's probably on. So we threw it on. Literally, I'm watching it with some of my friends. Boom, Joe Evans hits CJ Stroud, picks it up, scores a touchdown. They're up 7-3. I'm going nuts. We turn the TV off, walk out, and everyone I was with had Iowa covering. And we said all we needed to do is score a touchdown, and we'll be good. So we hit that touchdown. I'm literally – we pull up to the booze cruise. I'm like, Iowa scored. Seven three, we got this. It's on lock. Next thing I know, I remember checking my phone, and it was fifty four or fifty five to ten. Mm-hmm. And it was just, yeah, that was tough. It was not. We, that. I actually, so I missed uh, Joe Evans' touchdown when I was in the stadium because I was grabbing beer, and that was the only highlight from Iowa's side. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I just got to watch Ohio State pummel us. It was funny though. So I went, I went to Columbus with like, like some of my cousins and uncles and aunts were there. Um, my mom, my mom's from like a family of a million. So I have nine uncles, and then she had there were four sisters and nine brothers. Anyway, so we're out there, and my cousin was like, the game will be a nice four-hour break from a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we certainly drank to forget that game. Yeah, it was tough. It was <laughs> you know, it's I love, I love the fact that we come off a bye week and we roll Spencer right out to his left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I I got enough. I don't have a whole lot to say about the the game. No, I can't no. pull up the stats though. I went Iowa is officially ranked um, offensively. Uh, my cousin sent me this, and as of right now, offensive points per game we are 130th. Yards per game we are 131st. Yards per play were 130th. Third down conversion rate 126th. So better than 130. Yeah, there we go. That's improvement. Yeah, it is. Points per possession, 131st. 130th in success rate, 130th in explosive play rate, 131st in expected points added per play. And if you were wondering, there are 131 teams in college football. <laughs> so just not a great, not a great stat line, um, going into going into this week. No. The over under for the Northwestern game was set at thirty one and a half. The lowest by far ever, and the second lowest was Iowa and or Iowa Rutgers earlier this year. So we're yeah. set. We're setting records. I guess that's a positive note. We are. We are. We'll keep it positive. Our offense is still setting records. Yes. And positive again. Based on the stats that I just read to you, we really actually can only go up. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. that is it's, positive. It's gonna be so funny watching a Northwestern Iowa game. If only it were in Evanston. This game needs to be just switched to Evanston. Yeah, that'd make way more sense, especially this Do- year. Give us the long grass where nobody can run. Like, you know, they're building a new stadium. They should 
the last game in Evans, Evanston, or what's it called? Ryan Field. The last game in Ryan Field should be an Iowa Northwestern game. <laughs> With these Iowa offense. Northwestern night game that's raining. <laughs> yeah. That just it'd make it too 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 right. Uh, last year, it was exactly what you wanted out of an Iowa Northwestern game in Evanston. Oh yeah, dude! I, Just turnovers and <laughs> the coolest turnover. game ever. There was people protesting in the middle of the game. It was there for like 15, 20 minutes? That's right. It was the weirdest, and no one was doing anything about it. it what was, was that? Did they run on the field? Yeah, and just held up signs and just stood there. And Northwestern probably didn't do a thing about it. No, they're just like, well, every security guard's above the age of 80. Yeah, exactly. So they're not going to do anything. Um, Yeah, I mean. You know, that's the only stadium that will, like, actually take your liquor from you when you're sneaking it in. Yeah, probably. They probably can also take the liquor from every single college student by busting because there's, like, 500 kids that go to the school. Yeah, seriously. Like the most boring college ever. They're, they're beautiful. reducing. I will say beautiful campus. Oh, they're the camp cool. right on the lake. Yeah. So they, they're reducing their capacity in this new stadium by 12,000. Yeah, I mean, they got to do some no something that's not empty. It's, it's going to look like a COVID game this week. It is, dude. Well, it's like, yeah, dude. Oh, wait, it's in Iowa. I keep forgetting it's in Iowa City. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be – I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I have the pleasure of a fall wedding this weekend. So, at first I was like, oh, no, I'm missing it. And I could not be more thankful. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's Halloween weekend, so <laughs> I'm going to be doing something else probably. Yeah. It is cool. Joe Evans. Stud. Beast. Knocked, like, destroyed C.J. Stroud. Picked up fumble. Love it. Dude, uh, it's crazy the amount of walk-ons on that defense. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, a lot of our, like, great players are walk-ons. Who is it, right? It was Campbell walk-on? Uh, no, I don't think so. Moss was, so. Moss was. Schulte, Quinn Schulte was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a bunch, of, a couple other guys. I don't know, but yeah, dude. I mean, what? I mean, Ohio State's good. Is this rock bottom? No. Just because it's Ohio State. Mark it my just, words. It, I. We are all positive. We should be Northwestern this weekend, hundred percent. Yep. If we somehow lose to Northwestern, that would be rock bottom. If we lose to Northwestern, I think it would be really hard for us to not just get rid of everything. Maybe even the football. We might give ourselves the death penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Hey, we're still – how many games? We're seven games in the season. Yeah, it's, five uh, left. Five left. What are we? Three and four. Mm-hmm. So we gotta win. We gotta three win more. out. We have to win three more games to make a bowl game. And which Northwestern should be a win. Should be, hundred percent should be. Um, I mean, we're we're trying to figure out a way to make this podcast a little more upbeat. We gotta we gotta find them. one of the best things I saw today was uh there's a Twitter account called Sicko's Committee. Do you see this? This one you sent me? No. Oh no. We can talk about that one too. But this one came up with this is a legitimate thing that could happen. There could be a seven way tie for the Big Ten West right now. And Northwestern would be the winner of it. <laughs> and that has them losing this week to Iowa. Seriously? They would lose to Iowa, Ohio State, and then beat Minnesota, Purdue, and Illinois to end the season. 
obviously other teams would need to lose and win. But basically everyone goes around 500. And Northwestern is your Big Ten West champ at four and eight. <laughs> Maybe the first time ever that the Big Ten champion is not going to go to a bowl game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go play Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten title and just get stomped. I will say this. You know what sucks? I get in arguments with my coworkers about how the Big Ten is better than the SEC from top to bottom. It's true. It has been true. This year, it is so horrifically false. And it's a bummer. I'm excited for bowl season. I mean, yeah, fuck. Positivity. Positive. I'm trying to find yeah. some positivity here. Po- positive side, basketball's back soon, and we're going to be unbelievable. Basketball, freaking. I mean, how about Bryce Harper's home run? That was sick. <laughs> yeah. Phillies, I'm happy for Schwarber. He's a cub. Yeah, yeah. I, hate, I hate the Astros, so I, I, I do hope the Phillies win. Where do you think we go from here? Do, do we still go eight and four? Let me look who we have. This week goes. This week's Northwestern. And then we have Purdue. Then Wisconsin. Minnesota, Nebraska. Realistically, we beat Northwestern. We should beat Purdue, but after the Wisconsin-Purdue game, I have no idea. Like, thought Purdue would win that game 100%. Wasn't really that close. Um, all, I, all I'm saying is this is not the year that we want to play Nebraska to go to a bowl game. No, they're decent. Dude, the fact that Purdue lost to Wisconsin is crazy right now. The West is – Like, it wasn't like it was – Wisconsin had that game the whole game. Charlie's catch like, was insane. Yep. Insane. Good for him, man. I love it. I'm, I'm happy for him. If there's anyone who still has a problem with Charlie transferring, I just want to know who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Um but the West is just so equally bad that it's so good to watch. You never know. You have no idea what's gonna happen. Vegas just started saying, screw it, we're gonna make every line even and see what happens. Yeah, dude. And I I mean Vegas is about to lose their whole cash drop for any Big Ten games because no one's going to know what the hell to bet on. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be a shot in the dark. You know, what, you know what sucks? I will say this. I love everyone on that team, coaches, players included. And it just sucks that this is how the season's going for them because, I mean, I'm sure tensions are high. I'm sure people are getting frustrated. Having the fans against you is not fun. And I'm sure media day is just probably – you're not looking forward to it at all because the questions you get, you get asked are just shitty. Um, it sucks. It sucks for those guys because it's just not it's, – it's it's a tough time when you, when you can't figure shit out. They just can't figure it out. They can't. No, and, uh, that, my only hope is that people aren't – it would suck to see – good talent who has just been like a, such a big part of Iowa football lately to just leave because of this year. Yeah, I hope not. I hope there isn't a lot of – I hope this doesn't impact a lot of people's thoughts. Um, yeah, this is from a player standpoint. Yeah, I mean – I mean, if you – like. It's tough, especially for recruiting now. Like right now, it's just it's. You look at it, and it's like, damn, I don't want to. You don't want to go to a school like that. But at the same time, it's like. It's just one of those. Like every every school has one of those years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
besides Bama and Georgia. But, like, what can you do about it? Just the, the chemistry is not there. Um, things are not clicking. And the offense just isn't playing well. And it's just one of those years, though. Like, you know, it's not – we have a young team. It's just – it's not an excuse, though. I mean, you're you're playing Big Ten football for a reason. Yeah. It's not – it's not a – it stinks. It stinks as a fan. It stinks as a former player watching uh, your friends that are on the team. Coaches go through that, just trying to figure stuff out. It's just tough. But, um, you know. There's no one on earth who doesn't want to just see a bunch of touchdowns. No, no. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you think we're going out there and just doing whatever, whatever they can do to not score, that's not what's going on. We're just not figuring it out. It's simple as that. And yeah, right now, if you're a defense playing Iowa, it is the easiest thing to game plan ever. Like literally ever. First off, they got to stop shooting themselves in the foot with turnovers. You got to take care of the ball. I mean, that's just how it is. And as a defense, as a defense, you can let like, it's almost like you could just be like, let them make a mistake. Do we win that game if we don't turn it over? I mean, you win any game if you don't turn. Like statistically, if you don't turn the ball over, you win like ninety-two percent of the games you play. Like, we, had, we had that stat pulled up one time in a meeting. It's like if you if you look at how many how many games that teams play that they don't have a turnover in and win, it's like astonishing. Um, yeah, that was that. It was exactly what we talked about in the Kerner episode. Or, yeah, last week where he was like, at some point, there's just a there's a breaking point in the game where you're like, I don't want to go back out there. Yeah, we hit that at after. probably after Padilla's pick in the second half, and it was yeah. like, all right, we're down so much, and they're about to score again. Yeah, it's there's I mean, there's just so many so many things right now. It's just not going right. Yeah, uh, Brightside, the band was really cool. They did a little combined there you go. band with Ohio State. Elton John performance. Positivity, fire it up. Let's go. <laughs> band, great job. Great job, band. Also, I'm a, I'm a honorary member of the band because someone asked if I was in the band my freshman year when I was in the football team. <laughs> I was wearing a parka from the – Pinstripe, but the pinstripe bowl, and he's like, "How did you get that?" I'm like, "I was at the game." And he goes, "Oh, were you in the band?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm on a team." But I wish, man, it'd been sick. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew how to play like the freaking trumpet. That'd be sick. Yeah, you would have been like a flute guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I ripped the flute. Were you punt returner in the pinstripe bowl game? No, no. I, I played in the pinstripe bowl game, actually. On, yeah. Ackerman, Ackerman had a big run, and uh, he got, he ran up the sideline, and he actually, he actually like, ran into me. I was blocking this dude. It was funny. I was in for, like, one play. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's hilarious. That, that seems like ages ago. It's so weird. But I mean, hey, yeah. the pinstripe ball right now, it's looking pretty good. <laughs> Nothing like New York in December. Should we go to that? I'm so serious. I would 100% go to that. Really? I Dude, yeah. I mean, New York okay. Christmas time. That'd be sick. I don't know why I'd stop traveling for these games. They're so fun to go to, man. All right, wait. That's what I want to say. Positive note on this. The Iowa fans are awesome. Like, you know, you go to these away games, and we were probably the first ones to leave. We left about right after halftime. After the two turnovers, we just got out of there and headed. We went straight to a bar. But there were a ton, there were a lot of Hawkeye fans there, and they went straight to the bars after. And that's that's what you gotta love. They don't go home in sorrow about their team. Still go out and have some fun. Keep it rolling. They keep it rolling, man. <laughs> we expected. And also, Tory had his tryout for running back this week. 
know what sucks too is I, I from Tory's standpoint, I totally see what he saw. Oh, it looked like he had a hole. He looked like Moses parting the Red Sea when he was about to punt it. Like literally, a sea of red just opened up. And I think <laughs> I think he he realized that and started running. And then like the last second, some guys found him, saw it, and were like no. They way. came out of nowhere, dude. No the hole. They were lucky. There was a couple guys that were lucky that they saw it last second because. I mean, one on one, if those guys would have kept running with the guys that were running down a punt return or punt coverage, Tory the left side was wide open, but those two guys mm-hmm. came up off it and then he was screwed. Yeah, he. I, I honestly liked the move just because we were in the we were in the horseshoe. Yeah, dude, you're in the horseshoe. Like, shit's not going right. Shake it up. That's a great stadium. You never played in that one, right? No. That was a great stadium. Yeah, I heard it's sweet, but I don't know. I, I I I actually love that move. I think. I mean, realistically, Tory's been the most consistent playmaker on our team this year, and yeah. why not try something new? <clears throat> Maybe Campbell. Campbell might be up there. Yeah, or the the whole defense. <laughs> Every single player on the defense. They are. I mean, the defense, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's like one of the best defenses we've ever had. Of all, like, yeah, in Iowa history, yeah, in the tale of two, whatever that saying is. Tale of two cities? That's what I was thinking. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it, even Fitz this week said, I don't know. All right, I'm pretty sure this is a real quote because it, it had a blue check mark. And Northwestern doesn't really. Even if it's not a real quote, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Northwestern doesn't have a humorous soul from that school. Those SNL guys aren't funny. But uh, (laughs) but the Fitz quote this morning was, we should should just play this game at 6 a.m. so no one has to watch it. He didn't say that no one has to watch it part, but that was the implied part of it. Yeah, I mean. Like everyone talks about the Iowa Wisconsin game just being a bloodbath and how it's just like doesn't get any point scored. This is the same way, only it's the most boring game in the history of mankind. <laughs> it's just like even going like, as a player going into it, like playing Northwestern <laughs> sucks. It's just not fun. Yeah, what's your thought process going into this? Well, at least it's not at Ryan. If it was at Ryan Field, it'd just be like shit like we we i'd have mixed emotions about the game i'd be like i'm a little worried just because that field is horrible they had some uh what's his name i think it was like colin who's a who's a db from wisconsin colin like Ryder or something like that yeah i don't know i don't know i forgot what his name was but he was like a db when i was there and they had him on some podcast and asked him what the worst stadium was to play at he is 100% right. Northwestern is horrible. Like, the worst thing ever. But I'm not going to talk about that because we're not playing it on Ryan Field. Well, wait. No, I do want to hear that, though. What makes it so bad? Is it true yeah. that grass is longer? The grass is, like, two inches thick. Like, it's, like, legit, like, that long. <laughs> it feels like you're playing, like, peewee on a grass that hasn't gotten cut yet. Like, it's, like, actually, like, insane. Like, it's just, like, horrible. And then, like, on top of that, it's basically a home game for Iowa just with way less people because no one from Northwestern goes to the games except for, like, legacy or, like, alumni, big-time alum. It's just so boring. Like, it's just so, so boring. It's one of those games, like, going into it, everyone knows it's boring. And it's almost more mentally challenging to figure out um, how you're going to approach the game because it's so boring. Like you have to, it's almost a harder challenge to stay locked in in that game because it's just like so mundane than it is to actually play the game. <laughs> because like literally the cheering is like a high school game and it's it's brutal. Like the locker room is you're knee to knee with people. Like I had to move to like the other side of the 
other side of the locker room, just like next to all the snacks and get a chair and pull up. And Nico was next to me because like we couldn't sit in our chairs. It was so tight. It was just, it's just like so brutal. You're but right it is, under the stands too. Yeah, it's right under the stands. And the, the good part is though, like if you win, it's like, all right, let's go, let's get out, let's get out of here. It's fun. You're in out, you go home and it's like, you're on to the next one. But it's just, it's not, it's not the most fun place to play. I'll say that. But do you guys fly into like no. when it's close like that? You drive. We drove. Yeah, wow. we drive to Evanston. We drive to Wisconsin, um, Iowa State, and, and yeah, um, Illinois. Uh, we drove to Indiana. I think. Oh no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I was gonna say, that's Illinois. Cool. We drove. What about Purdue? I didn't go to Purdue. I don't know. Is that when you were hurt? Yeah. Man. I know, dudes. Okay, but going into it, I mean, Northwestern, I didn't watch I haven't watched them at all this year, to be honest with you. Like, no, me neither. I watched a little bit of the Ireland game yeah, against that, Nebraska. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that one. That was, uh, we both watched it. We watched that one. Oh, I won money on that one because of Northwestern. Yep. Awesome. They they looked so good in that. I was like, maybe they're legit this year. Yeah, they <laughs> and they, nah. Then they start playing FCS schools, and it was like, yeah, maybe not. They're not in that. They have. Or are they FBS? FBS. FBS. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Nebraska's <laughs> FBS. <laughs> it's dude, it's just so like confusing. The Big Ten's just like insanely confusing this year. Some weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is what I tweeted earlier <clears throat> off the account because one of the Iowa State uh, accounts just really likes to get in. They Nebraska and Iowa State have this thing where they just like to chirp us no matter what happens. Yeah. Like when we when we got our ass beat this week. Nebraska fans were just like, oh, I was terrible. It's like, you guys don't have any hope. I love to jump on that train whenever they can. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, but the Silites guy, it's a podcast for Iowa State. Hawks are acting like Keegan is better than MJ, <laughs> which could be true by the end of his career. Yeah, could be true by the end of the first game this year. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, you come in shooting 40% from three. I don't see how you could – he's already better than LeBron. Yep, easy. That's pretty easy to do, though. Yeah, that's – yeah. So, I guess he's – him and Steph are competing for the best player in California right now. Or Draymond. I hate Draymond. Don't even say <laughs> that. Okay, how about Jay Poole? He's He's, he's sick. sick. Well, if you're a Draymond fan, you can't be a Jay Poole fan. Yeah, it's fair. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. But I all right, so Iowa right now has a higher draft pick in both the NFL and the NBA. And of those first first round picks, Keegan, Lindy, Wirfs, Sheriff. Hawk are all from the state of Iowa. And then the other two first round picks who are still currently playing are Riley Reef, South Dakota, and Noah Fant from Nebraska. Yeah. Which is awesome. So yeah. Iowa's kind of our breeding ground there. Blaga recently retired. He's from Illinois. Yeah, he's sick. You know what we should do? <clears throat> Let's just make this. A podcast just to show how we're just this week to show how we are just significantly better than Iowa State, Nebraska, anyone that just takes cheap shots. Let's you know do what? it. Yeah. No, let's like, do it. Rest of the episode. Iowa State beat us. Sick. I am undefeated against you fuckers. <laughs> My class is undefeated against you guys. The class before us was undefeated against you guys. I mean, I don't, what was it, 2014 when they beat us? Yep, I think that was the last time. You guys couldn't beat us. Welcome to the show. Freaking Nebraska sucked. Still sucks. Iowa State sucks. 
This year you got lucky. Congrats. Don't care. We are more dominant significantly. And it's just like, it's just, I love it. I love that they take shots. And it's just, it's so, I mean, yeah, cut that. No, here's what we're going to do the rest of the episode. Let's just compare programs, Iowa State and Iowa, because we know what happened at Ohio State. We know what's going to happen with Northwestern, a lot of defense. Iowa State has had one first-round pick ever in the NFL draft. Who was it? Uh, It was in 1973. His name was George Washington. Jeez. (laughs) Holy cow, dude. That long ago? Oh, but it's okay. Listen to this. Uh, Iowa State has only seen one player taken in the first round, George Emmonson, with the 14th overall pick in 1973. Troy Davis was drafted in the third round of the 1997 NFL draft. That is 24 years apart, and their next biggest guy was a third-round pick. Yeah, it's tough, dude. They just suck. Current NFL rosters, they have eight Cyclones on a roster. Iowa has 38. Like, and like, we have like significant names. If you think about Iowa State players, Lazard, Montgomery, Brees Hall. That's yeah, it. Brees. Brees is hurt now. Hurdy sucks. Hurdy sucks. Um, who else do they have? Did that Butler guy ever make it? But, um, no. He was the tall guy, right? With Lazard. Let's see who the eight are. Oh, Charlie Collar's on a team. So basically, it's like last couple of years. Jake Hummel, Chase Allen. Hummel, yeah. They're on practice squad. Dylan Sooner. I think that's how you say that. And then Collar, Purdy, Brees Hall, and <laughs> Lazard and Montgomery. That's crazy. <clears throat> That is nuts. Yeah. And then NBA, it's Halliburton versus Keegan, and Keegan's better. Yeah, 100%. Um, gosh, dude. I just wish we had more to report back on. Yeah. It's just. Wonder- I wonder if anyone's going to this game. <clears throat> this would have been a good one to tweet out asking if anyone had questions for us. Yeah, let's do that after this one. Yeah, so anyone listening, um, we are going to tweet out next week as a reminder to either DM or email us. Our email is in the bio of our Twitter page. Also follow us on Instagram. We have pretty good content on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's at men on Melrose, but uh, yeah, we'll tweet out any questions that you guys want to know. Hopefully, hopefully we win. And um, I think Laporta is lined up to come on next whenever we win, but Perfect. it is, it's crazy to hear that they have like midterms and stuff. I know. It's so funny. Like, what like, are you? That would suck. Like, dude, there's no, times where I'm like, dude, I miss school. I miss going like a, a cafe and like studying, or just like a cafe and fake studying and just bringing my computer open and going like freaking YouTube or something. I don't even know. Yeah, but taking midterms sucked. Dude, you don't sleep for like two weeks and you're just like, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, there's after so the like, fact. Yeah, there's so many, so many like last second procrastination memories I have of me like freaking out, realizing I had an exam that day. I remember waking up one day, I woke up at 5.15. I was getting ready for like, because I was getting ready for practice. And I'm just like looking through my email to see like what, like just to check my midterm list to make sure I know what my test exam was, what my, my test schedule was. And I remember checking and looking at my that day. And I missed uh, 
I, I realized that one of my exams was actually that day. And I thought it was a Friday exam. And it was a Monday. Mm. I was and I didn't study it for it at all. I was in full panic mode the whole day. I remember at practice, I didn't think about practice at all. I was thinking about how I was going to try and study for like an hour and a half to two hours after practice in my car before this exam. I had no idea. I remember I, someone in my class had like notes that I like really detailed notes and they already taken the exam. They're like here, just like you can study off these. And I remember running, like driving to their house, grabbing them, going into my car and sitting there with a full Duncan coffee for an hour and a half, just like reading through it. And it was, I didn't like know it at all. I was just like memorizing. I'm like, okay, this goes with that. This goes with that. Yeah. I remember I got like a B minus in the exam and it was like the greatest achievement of my life. What a stud. It was crazy, dude. I also had another yeah. one where I studied pretty hard. It was like a stats exam. It was my final. And I was in my car listening to the song War Ready by Young Jeezy and uh, who was it? Young Jeezy and I think it was like Shy Glizzy and someone else. Oh, and Rick Ross. I was blaring it. I was in the front, the first next to, next to Phillips Hall on that one way, not one way, across the street from Get Fresh. In those parking like spaces, you know what I'm talking about, Jack? Yeah. The first one next to the handicap. I remember I'm like one of the only cars in the parking lot. It's like getting dark out, blaring war ready. And I came out with like a C minus in the exam. Just did not do well. Not happy. Still passed, so I was happy with that. Yeah, it is fun. <clears throat> did we take management together with Ian Crawford? Yes, we did. He he was a good guy, but um yeah, that one was there were a few classes we took where we passed down the tests from previous years. Oh, and sure. it was like you just go in hoping it's the same one. <laughs> Yeah, dude. that was one of those tests, and it was not the same exam, like no. not even close. So that sure. one was, that one was tough. Um, good thing we didn't just give that to you. Yeah, did you guys, <laughs> did you guys have people to write your papers for you? Oh, I know people who did it. Yeah, I never, <laughs> I never did that. I actually didn't mind doing papers. I would rather, I rather did like, would have rather done papers than tests. I could yeah. like I was pretty good at like just saying stuff. Yeah, and most people were cool with like anything above a D. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I would so much really, like I could last second a paper over a test any, any day. Yeah. But no, yeah, there was so many like, I mean, we had a lot of like, like study aids for us, like big like we had tutors, we had like availability to, we had a study, uh, a study freaking what's it called building um where our, like our academic advisors were there's like fuel stations in there like they did they they were awesome to us like they they really treated us well um but i mean i was across the street from it I'm, i maybe went into that place like two times in the last two years of college like i never went there ever 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 you were a studier Nah, I mean, I was like, I was definitely more last second studier. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, my dude, last last semester we took, like, just to, like stay eligible for football. I remember it was me, Shot, and Henny were in a class called Alcohol in Your College Experience. <laughs> it was like absurd. The teacher was the man, Dakota. You just have to write a one-page paper and it just says all Dude, it wasn't even that. Like, literally, most of it was just if you showed up and did stuff. In, like, if you did stuff in class, he'd, like, give you a good grade. Because we wouldn't have homework. We'd do our homework in class. He'd give us time to do it. He was the man. And I remember we literally, it was me, Shot, and Henry would talk the whole, like, talk meaning, like, we were the only people answering questions. Like, they would mm. ask us, like, every time they'd ask a question, is one of us three answering it. And it was like, I actually learned more in that class about life than I did in like any other class ever. Like, did you really? know? Like, oh, here's some fun facts for you. Um, the most interesting thing we learned in that class was like the whole theory that you could sweat out alcohol like the next morning. So like, for example, going into like a sauna. Um, it's actually completely false. If you... I think it was you'd only sweat out up to 0.2% of the alcohol you drank last the night before. And then anything past that 
was just dehydrating you. So like it really didn't, it actually made it like significantly worse for you to go into sauna because most people would sit in there and just sweat it all out, but they're actually losing like the essential like liquids they needed to like stay hydrated to like help their hangover. So it made it significantly worse. Mm. Kind of wild. Crazy. The more you learn in college. You gotta love it. Um, last thing I'll add is the picture I sent you from earlier. Uh, I, when I went down just to see what the first level looked like, there was still just a full town of Reganis there. Oh yeah. That's their, their ability to travel is just well noted and it, it's incredible to see what a family and Lachey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lachey's were everywhere. That's a really cool story. That is sick. His dad was, uh, he played in the NFL, but he was a lineman for Ohio mm-hmm. State. Like, I think he was two time All American. Um, went to the NFL and then came back and just started doing the play by play. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. All right. Well, I think we can wrap this up. Yeah. We're sorry we don't have any great news, positive vibes. We're trying to be positive here. Our positive we have- vibes. We are heavy favorites this week. There you go. All right. Well, let's do our predictions. We're gonna, Yeah. We're going to win this week. Um, Defense, who you got? Kayvon, oh, that's another thing. Kayvon did catch a pick, and it got they called a flag. Really? Yeah, so it didn't count, but he did catch it. So I'm going to say – Kerner, Kayvon does have hands. I can see uh, – I'm just going to say an overall defensive prediction. I'm going to say the defense has multiple touchdowns this game. Like – whether it be a pick, 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 fumble recovery, two fumble recoveries for a touchdown, I could see that happening. Because um, his quarterbacks, I don't think he's that good. Um, some defense multiple picks, or not multiple picks, multiple turnovers for um, points. I like it. Um, special teams wise, I'm going to say we have a blocked punt. Wow. Um, so maybe three touchdowns. Possibly. It could be like the Illinois game. When Epines, what what year was that when Epi blocked that punt? 2017. No, that's, what 20... I think, that's what I think this game's going to be similar to. Where we just destroy them. Yeah. But that, I like, like where your head's at. I hate it, though, because like Northwestern's, you kind of know the game you're going to get every time you play them. It's always going to be close. All right. We're going positive again. What? We all expected to lose this week. So, I mean, obviously it wasn't pretty, but, like, if we're going to lose, like, let's expose everything and just get nose to the grindstone for Northwestern. Like, yeah. we get, like if we went out, whatever. Is it still considered a successful season? No, not really. But changes could be made, and we're still an 8-4 ball, ball club. So. Right. I like if we're eight and four, we win five in a row and then go win a bowl game. Nine win season. That's a hell of a if we can do that, it's a hell of a turnaround, and I would love to see it. Yeah. Nine win season when you play Ohio State and Michigan. With with realistically, with the schedule we have left, that is a possibility. Yeah, I don't think Purdue is that special, man. They can light up a scoreboard, but they can't. Well, that's the thing, is if they can't light up a scoreboard, then it's a different story. Yeah. So that's it's it's gonna be interesting. So they really, have an incompetent defense. Yeah, their defense isn't great. But yeah. okay, so Northwestern win. I'm gonna have two two defensive scores in some form. Uh block punt offensively. Um I'm gonna say uh, I'm going to say Nico is a touchdown. And I don't know what it's going to be on yet. I can see it being like a little like slide pass where he comes in motion or something. And then they run him out to the flat when they're on like the third, the three yard line. And he runs it in 
like for ease. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. And then we'll predict the, we'll do another prediction on the rest of the season after you 50 years. Uh, defense, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Moss has one of the touchdowns. Okay. Um, Are you sticking with me for two? I like the two. I'm just saying Moss has a TD this week. Pick six. Okay. Um, offense, I'm going Arland and Laporta touchdown. Beautiful. I don't know what I don't know what quarterback it's coming from yet, but whoever's back there, full trust, two touchdowns in the air. Big trust. I did see uh, on Twitter these guys are wearing Petrus for Heisman shirts, and I really want one. So, yeah, those are sick. If anyone has a link for that, please send it. No, buy that gladly. Um, special teams, still a Petrus for Heisman guy, by the way. Special teams, I I saw Terry Roberts wasn't on the depth chart, but it's Iowa, so who knows what that means? Yeah, maybe I'll go. Cooper DeGene recovery. Okay. I like it. And then um, oh, you already said that. Never mind. Okay. Um, realistically, so we got Northwestern left. It should be a win. Purdue. I th- I still think we win. I'm slowly thinking we could win too. Um, honestly, gotta shut down Charlie. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Which it's gonna be awesome because I've heard I've heard from people that like like Charlie and like the DBs were going at it. Actually, I heard that Riley and Charlie were like like having really good competition this spring before he left. So. If that's the matchup that game, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. No matter what the records are or anything, it'll be it'll be sweet to watch. Yeah, um, CTV. Yeah, um, he did he did great against uh, Ohio State this week. I thought. Who Riley? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think our secondary. Fun. I mean, that's a great offense. <laughs> and they, Stroud put up some yards, but still, I think we held our own there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so then, is it Minnesota? Sounds right. Is Minnesota? Uh, no, it's Wisconsin. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll be at that game. Um, gosh, I hope they beat Wisconsin. That would be fun. That'd be that would be a fun thing to hold on some Wisconsin people, my friends from Wisconsin, just to say that we kicked your guys' ass. I think Which, Minnesota is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, at this point, everyone's not good. For yeah. me, it's, it's Ohio State, Michigan. That's it. That's literally. Penn State's like not good. They're either. not bad. <laughs> it's just shocking. It's it's just crazy to me. Crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we should be. We should be. So it should be Northwestern. It should be Purdue. Um, you know what? Good good part about Purdue? Every time we're good, we lose to Purdue. That's true. So if we're bad, we beat Purdue. We win. That is true. Stanley's they're in 2017. Yep. And, and they, they beat us. Didn't we? Isn't that, isn't that we lost to last year if we beat Penn State? Yep. Yeah. Dave Bell went for like a hundred or like two hundred twenty yards or something like that. He was a Hawkeye killer. Yeah, he was. Um, I think the only team left on Eric who beat us is Purdue. Realistically, yes, but at the same time, like you—that's why I hate the rest of our schedule—is you don't know. Like they're just such wild cards. Like, yeah, Minnesota we should beat. Northwestern we should beat. Purdue is going to be interesting. Wisconsin is going to be interesting in. Depending on our record and Nebraska's record, that Nebraska game could be very interesting. Yeah, that's going to be intense. And they always play us well. Yeah, they do. Especially Jim Kinnick this year, though. Yeah. 
I mean, but remember the remember the last time I was in Kinnick? Yeah. Game Miguel winner. Game winner. Yeah. It's gonna be close. Yeah, that's been a while since it was in Kinnick. I know. Um yeah, well. So five and oh or four and one. Man, that's big for the season win total over. That would be five crazy. and a half. Or it's seven and a half. That's crazy. All right. Till next week. We'll have a guest on next week. Hopefully we'll have a, a big victory victory uh, podcast with either Laporta or someone on the offense after they score a million touchdowns. We'll get it rolling. Mm-hmm. We will get yep. it rolling. Yep. Not worried. All right. We'll go Hawks. Go Hawks. Come on. See you next week.